How's it hanging? How's it happen? You guys notice this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast. The podcast inspiring young rock and metal fans to discover new music, help find places they can connect and feel accepted. Welcome to the show, everybody. And we recently had one of the bands on this tour between Saliva, Drowning Pool, Adelita's Way, and Any Given Sin on the podcast. That was Saliva. Now we're doing number two, and this one is all about metal positivity, everything positive that this scene can bring. And it's with CJ from Drowning Pool. Oh, yeah. This is a fun episode that's going to make you think, man, I need to go see a live show. Man, metal is awesome. Man, I'm feeling positive. This is the episode for you, so let's jump into it. But before we do that, I want to thank support this podcast, which comes from Phoenix Fitness. And you guys know I love doing podcasts, but I also love going to live shows. I love getting in those mosh pits. And because Drowning Pool is on the podcast today, you know I love it when bodies hit the floor. Because that's when you... Always pick them right back up. Someone falls down, you pick them right back up. But I like to do what I like to call mosh pit fit. So what is mosh pit fit? That means I'm going to go from the beginning of the first band to the end of the last band in the pit, not take any breaks in between. I'm going to have the stamina to do it and have the strength to be able to take on all challengers. But at the same time, I know there's some bigger dudes in the pit than me, and I can't be that weak. So I got to make sure I stand my ground, be able to take those hits as well. So I'm in the gym consistently working out like two to three hours every single day, doing a lot of car, doing a lot of weightlifting, all that kind of stuff, same mosh pit fit. Hitting my fitness goals. And you can hit your fitness goals too. Absolutely. But it's also important to repair and recover right to make sure you can do that on a day in and day out basis. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in to help you achieve your fitness goals through their multitude of supplements and products, such as different types of pre-workouts, both sim and stim free as a stim free stuff because I don't need any more energy than I already have. Different types of BCW recovery compounds, different types of creatine, different types of protein with whey-based blends, plant-based blends, collagen-based blends. I use their chocolate malt-flavored whey protein because that's just good stuff. Different types of malt-flavored and literally anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners and viewers on YouTube can get 20% off using the code CPP20 at FNXFitness.com. Link description of the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Now it's time for a feature presentation. Let's get happy. Let's get positive. Let's let some bodies hit the floor with CJ from Johnny Pool. Are you ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast, you absolutely know this band. If you've been any fan of rock or metal over the past 20, 25 years, if you're a wrestling fan, you absolutely know Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Everyone knows it. It is something that always gets people energized, and you're going to want to go out and see that song played live, right? Well, you can, especially in the fall of 2023, as this band is going to be going out on tour with Saliva, Alley's Way, and Any Given Sin. And they're back with Ryan McCombs once again on lead vocals. And it's just an exciting time to go and see these guys play live. So make sure you go and do it. But beforehand, let's catch up with them for a minute. So please welcome CJ from the band Drowning Pool, the podcast. So CJ, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. Hello, everyone. Man, how is it going? I mean, it's fantastic. Have you guys got to ask that question? I know I asked it right before we start recording, but man, how's life going? Life's going, man. Life is the roller coaster ride uh, with, with Drowning Pool. It's, it's, you know, just when you think you're about to get off, it, it goes back up again, man. It's, it's been quite the ride uh, over the last 20 years. I mean, just we can go backwards on this ride from now. We got Brian McCombs that uh, joined the band again at the beginning of this year. And, uh, man, it's been awesome, dude. We did like six or seven shows. We have a two-week run coming up in August. And we have, uh, obviously, the run with Saliva and um, Ali's Way. 
and any given stand coming up in September and October. But it's been great, man. Ryan's awesome, man. He's he's on top of his game. He's better than ever. It's uh, it's awesome to work with him again. Uh, and you know, again, it's been like 13 years since the last time, maybe 12, 13 years since we were together. And you know, we've all uh, matured since then. And and it's just, dude, everything just fell into place. It's just clicking. Like, I don't know. It's been awesome, man. <laughs> They probably matured only to a certain level because you can only mature so much and still you still got to keep the fun. You still got to keep the heavy. You still got to keep the, oh, you know, yeah. tenacity there. So it's only maturing to a certain point. Yeah, just a certain point. Uh, I think we're just better with the communication. And, uh, you know, everybody's in a great place, dude. That, that's the thing. Uh, you know, we were kind of in a rough place. I think all four of us should have just taken a break back in 2010. Maybe like a three-year break, not a 13-year break, if you will. But um, no, it's got I me. Mean, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to write about. Um, we are working on new music, but right now it's getting out and showing everybody and the fans that Ryan's back. And um, we have an awesome set list. It's so cool, too, with Ryan because, you know, we have several records, several singers, and he's just learned everything on every record so we can be prepared to play any song we want. So it's, uh, it's a mix, man. And something else fun that we do is we don't do, like, the exact same set list every night. We kind of switch it up and, and switch out songs. So you'd have to, you know, it's kind of like a Grateful Dead type thing. So you have to see the show every night if you want to catch all the songs. See, that's something that I've talked with a couple other bands before. One band I've specifically talked about that with recently, or I say this year, was August Burns Red, where they were doing like two different sets, like an A set and a B set. So it's like, if you want to come and see the show, you know, you're going to one show one night and then the next show the next night, you're not going to get the same thing. You're going to get something different from you guys. Though, what it allows is for, allows for fans to, if you're going to be within a certain area where they're able to see maybe two or three different shows, they're going to be able to go and always get something that is going to be rap might be similar. They're probably going to hear some of the similar songs, but they're yeah, not I mean, going to hear the same set list over and over again. It's going to be a brand new experience for them to really just latch on to every single time they come to you guys play live. Yeah, that, and it's been fun too. There's a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say back catalog, but there's a lot of songs in the two records that we did with Ryan that, that we never got to play live, which has been fun to, uh, to do the rehearsal room. And now we're playing them live. Uh, so yeah, man, it's, a, it's, it's been exciting. It just makes it exciting. Uh, a show because you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes we just change stuff on the fly. And every now and then somebody will call out a song. We're like, all right, you want to hear that? We'll play it. So it's, we'll take requests, man. It's cool. But you're definitely going to get like the bodies at the floor, tearaway center. You're always going to have those in a set. You're going to have your single songs in there for sure, man. You're going to have those songs that people are going to just open up the pit and just go absolutely ape crazy, which is going to put a gigantic smile on my face. Oh yeah, man. They try to frown on that as much, you know, nowadays, but we still jump out there. I still jump off the stage every now and then. I probably shouldn't, but I still do it. Oh, if, if you, I'll say if you do, and if I'm at that show that you do it, it's going to be like, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm like, okay, figure out, okay, CJ jumped in the crowd, CJ's in here, whatever we do, do not hit that guy, leave him be, but let's have some <laughs> no, fun. No, no, you let him hit the floor, that's what we say in the song, just let him hit the floor, just let me go, just whoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really <Nope>. take, <laughs> I'll say really taking the song into its own and just being like, you know what? We're just, we're just gonna embody it every step of the way. I'm jumping to the crowd. All right, I'm just gonna hit the floor. Just let me keep playing. If 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 I break a leg, you know what? Then someone told me to break a leg while walking on stage. I hear it's good luck in show business, so I guess it worked. All the times I've gone off and on, there's been several because I used to for a while just jump off the stage playing bodies and uh, you know trust fall backwards and I'd I'd always make it back on the stage. Sometimes I did hit the floor and I but I never broke a guitar doing it. So that that's been pretty good. Um, might have cracked the shoulder here and there or whatever, you know, just put some dirt on it and it's fine. Just keep playing. But surprisingly, yeah, the song kept going. My guitar never got unplugged or messed up ever. Um, there was one show, I, I know it, I just, it came up recently, but I'm going to say it again on this one because it was a lot of fun. We know we do a lot of stuff with the USO and, um, you know, they had this big pit going in the crowd and then a bunch of the crowd came on the stage. So we backed up to like the drum riser and then there was a pit on the stage. So I jumped on top of my cabinets and I jumped into 
the, the pit that was on the stage, which then threw me off the stage into the pit that was down below. And it was freaking awesome. I thought I was going to die. It was also exciting because I didn't. And I made it back on the stage and we finished the set, man. It's pretty wild, dude. Ooh, I think there's a video of that somewhere. I know that um, some one of our somebody has that from back. I need to get that video and post it, man. It was pretty cool. I think somebody has a video. Pretty wild, right? Someone has to have that video. I got to see this thing because that is something that I am now super excited to wind to see what this actually looked like to see. You guys get a pit not only on the floor, but on the stage. And then you on jump the from one pit to the next. The this... level. It's like pit levels, man. It was <laughs> awesome. Dude. But at the same time, now you're filling me with extreme jealousy for like, how was I not a part of that? That sounds too damn cool. That happened in um, Iraq. <laughs> well, no wonder why I wasn't there. Yeah, no, unless you're in the military. But yeah, that was one of the bases we did in Iraq. We, we still go and play overseas. We have stuff coming up. Um, over the holidays as well, man. I, I, you know, we love doing that. You know, a lot of troops, you know, it's not a, a thing about war against war for war or anything like that. It's, it's for the families and, and you know, the, the men and women that are out there doing their job. And we just want to bring entertainment to them. And that's what we do. That's what it's all about. Um, and we enjoy doing it every year. So, yeah, well, man. Well, that's that's incredibly, you know, a powerful thing to do. It's incredibly powerful to give back to those that are giving everything for the, for the United States, giving everything for their country and sometimes giving the ultimate sacrifice. I do want to ask you this though, about that. How did you guys get started into doing something like that, doing these shows for the troops overseas? How did this whole entire thing start? Well, it started, uh, actually, uh, there's a radio station here in Dallas that, um, that was uh, trying to get bands with promoting um, advanced, you know, to get overseas and play. And I forgot what band it was right offhand, but there's a band that couldn't do it. And they canceled at the last second. It's in 2005. It was right after we got Ryan in the van, actually. And it was during active war, man. And uh, we had to sign a lot of paperwork <laughs> to go over there. And it was kind of scary the first time because, I mean, we were surrounded by, you know, the army that had guns and stuff. You know, the best, like, you know, <laughs> bodyguards you can have at the time. But it was active bases where they were, you know, they were trying to bomb. I mean, bombs were going off and stuff while we were playing. It was pretty wild. But that's how we got into it. And, uh, you know, the song, you know, Bodies, this, you know, kind of gravitates towards wrestling the troops. Um, it's been used for a lot of things. I, you know, I'm eternally grateful for that. You never know where the song is going to pop up and what kind of crazy cartoon. I mean, I had Elmo singing it and cursing in the song. It, it was pretty nuts. I've seen so many like sock puppets doing the song. It's it's pretty wild how that, that song's gone that far. But um, yeah, that's how it got started, 2005. And, and we've been going pretty much every year since then. A couple times a year, we'll go to different bases. We have bases all over the world. So because of that too, it's allowed me to travel and see the planet, not only bringing music, you know, to the troops and there's coalition bases not just the united states there's other bases too that we play that are um for you know different countries as well so so through, i mean that's fantastic so through all of this what are some of the favorite like places that you've played because of this i'm not asking for certain bases maybe just like countries or whatnot that you know the troops have been in that you've been able to do this for because going to travel to see the world and do something like this that's an opportunity that rarely anybody is going to be able to partake in throughout the, and you guys have been doing it for almost 20 years. So we're uh, over the past, like, you know, 18, 19, 20 years, where are some of the coolest places you've played through this? Man, that's the tough one, you know, cause every base is, is, is amazing. Um, not just the bases. I mean, dude, we played everywhere on the planet. I know right now there's a lot of stuff, not even get political with, with Russia and all that kind of stuff. But in 2013, we, with POD, we did a full tour of Russia, you know, Russian rock fans, you know, they're people like everyone else, man. And there were awesome fans. We played in Ukraine. We played in Kiev and everything, man. And at that time, everything was cool. Um, it was awesome to do that. But now, you know, obviously it's a wreck. We don't have to go down that path um, at all. But that was it was cool to play there. That's one place I never thought we'd play. Um, we played all over Europe. I mean, Germany is always rocking. You know, like I said, we're going to be playing Poland uh, at the end of the year, which is really cool, man. Um, Australia was awesome. 
trying to hopefully get back there in, in Europe. We haven't done a Europe run in so long. Uh, we're looking to do that. It just seems like every time we try to do that in the past, it's been quite a few years, you know, something fell through either like something with the label and management, which seems to be a, a common thread with us. Um, you know, that was kind of failing us miserably. So, you know, here we are doing stuff on our own uh, independent and now we're finally making these things happen. So we'll be over there, man. We're making plans now to be overseas again, um, touring Europe, hopefully at the beginning of the year, man. I'll say I'm pretty sure. I'll say I'm pretty sure all those European fans are just waiting for their moment as well because, like you said, you know, when it comes to bodies specifically, it's a song that just it's gotten around so many different places. So many people have gotten to know it. Even myself, I remember first hearing it through you know WWE with ECW when they brought it back. Just hearing the song, it's like this is the perfect song for this kind of promotion, and it just embodied everything. And there's so many people that use it. It's just. It gets its infectious, so everyone wants to hear it. Everyone wants to be a part of it live. Everyone wants just to go nuts and just enjoy life once it's played. Yeah, dude, it's a great, it's a fun song. And it, you know, it just came innocently like anything else, man. We're in a rehearsal room jamming out. Mike and I, my drummer Mike and I, moved to Dallas from New Orleans and got together with our bass player, Stevie. And uh, ultimately, you know, when Dave got into the band, that's when we took off, you know, it was around the pool, late 90s. And um, it was kind of, you know, Mike and I had a bunch of riffs and ideas that we had with us at the time, and then we wrote new stuff as well and bodies was one of those things that just evolved into what it is uh you know it's just a case of beer and jamming in the, in the rehearsal room and it came naturally and and a man it's uh it's a gift that keeps giving right it's so fun too because i'll have people come up to me like young younger fans and they're like man i just heard the new song bodies like it's for them it's brand new it's been out 20 years but it's it's fun to see that reaction of like oh my god this is it's the first time i'm hearing it and uh still getting that that initial reaction that we got when it first came out um and it's fun man i love playing that song dude i'll play that song five ten times a day if you ask me to i don't know why bands get weird about playing the song that they're well known for, man. It's a fun song. I love playing it. Why would you, why would we not? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean because there's plenty of times there's bands that I love to go and see, and it's like, well, they're not playing the songs that, you know, maybe something we'd absolutely love to see. I get where they want to constantly, you know, maybe push some of the new stuff, but when you're at a live show, there's certain things where, you know, if that song's gonna get people to absolutely move, get so many people in you and create such a positive response, why not play? Even when it comes right. to bodies. It's again, you just talked about how kids are picking up on the song. It's like, I just heard the new song. Well, that's been out for 20 years, but it's something where even think about it from this perspective, what other bands are going to have not, not even just songs, but just a single song that's going to have this consistent, you know, life and this consistent new discovery as new generations are checking out music as they're getting into music, finding their own way. And they're see they're listening it, they're seeing it, and they're resonating with it in a very similar manner that people were resonating to it when it first came out that were a part of that scene. It's something that just speaks to the timelessness of it where there's there's no time amount when it's effective or not. It's something that people are absolutely getting into. You guys created just something that is an absolute metal, you know, masterpiece in connecting with people. And it could have been just come from, you know, a garage jam session, but it's just the beauty of yeah. things. I forgot where the quote came from, but it was like, good things take time, but great things happen all at once. Seems like you guys yeah. just caught lightning in a bottle all at once in the perfect storm and a perfect moment for the perfect guys. Yeah, man. It, uh, it all took off pretty fast right, at, right out the gate, man. And um, luckily, man, we're still here rocking it. We love playing music. I love performing. I love everything that comes with it, um, touring, hanging out with the fans. We're all about that, man. I'm, I'm excited to do this. We haven't done a, a big long run in a while. You know, COVID set everybody back. We didn't get up, you know, we played a handful of shows during the regime. So it's nice. We're finally like back on that run and, uh, you know, full energy and excited to get out there. You're going to see that on stage, man. You'll, you already see it with us, with Ryan. It's, it's just fun to connect and click again. We're all of us on the same page and we're all doing it for the, for the right reasons, you know? See, now you're making me even more excited to come and see you guys play live when you guys are playing with Saliva and Adelaide's way. It's going to be one of those shows where, 
I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be one of the shows where I'm gonna be like, I've been to so many shows this month. How am I, and even in a row, how am I gonna make it to this one? And then remember, wait a minute, it's Johnny Pool Saliva Adelita's way. Hell yeah, I'm gonna make it. I don't care how it's gonna happen. I'm gonna be energized for it from the moment I get to this to the uh, venue, get in the crowd, the lights go down, the band starts playing. It's just the positive energy you get flowing from that. It's something that's infectious. And I know you guys are gonna bring that to the fans every single night, and I gotta make sure I'm a part of it. Yeah, man, definitely. It's gonna be like the heavy metal workout gonna be sore the next day from slamming around it's gonna be good man oh i think like the even the day it's fun for the whole family i even think like the day before you guys are playing the show that i'm going to i'm going to see that uh parkway drive uh north lane amity affliction make them suffer tour so i'm gonna be pretty beat up even going into that one but the energy is just gonna keep flowing the adrenaline's gonna get him be like let's go (laughs) get on it (laughs) exactly one thing i am curious about is of course now that ryan is back in the band how did he come to be back in the band this year? Like, what's the story that happened? I, even if it's something where it's just how he got back, man, I just want to know what happened in terms of him becoming oh, yeah. a lead singer once again. Well, we've had a nice 10-year run with the, with Jason Moreno. We've done three records with him. And I think part of um, with, with Jason's department, I can't speak for him, you know, but just from my perspective, um, part of it's the business. You know, we got the business, again, putting out this third record. There was a lot of promises and things made and things you signed and they, people did not follow through. And I think his frustration with that was part of, him. And also, you know, being home for a while, I think that's, you know, that's kind of where he needs to be right now. So we thought for a second we might just be, uh, we did a handful of shows. A lot of people probably don't know this, but we did like six or seven shows as a three piece. And we just, me, Mike, the drummer, and Stevie sang the set, thinking that's probably what we were going to evolve into. But we had a lot of shows coming up at the beginning of this year, most notably the show with Pantera. And um, it was Stevie, our bass player, was, was like, hey, want to give Ryan a call? And I, I hadn't talked to him in a, in a few years, but everything's been great. Um, he lives over in London now. So I'm like, I don't know what he's up to. So we called him and I was like, yeah, man, I'll pop in and do some shows. And the second he walked in the rehearsal room, I didn't even tune in my guitar yet. I took my guitar at the case and Mike just starts playing Let the Sin Begin, which is one of the songs off one of the records. Uh, we hadn't played in 13 years and we just started start playing it, man, and just jumped right into it, man. It just, everything just clicked. Um, super excited, man. So that's how that came about. And uh, here we are with Ryan, man. Oh, that is incredible. Just the natural progression of just how that came back to be where he's walking in the room and you guys are just able to freely flow through it. Plus, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't hurt to, you know, bring him back and intensify him to come back for a couple of shows, especially if one involves Pantera. Like that's right. just somewhere you have to be a part of it. Dude, that show was so amazing. I hope we could do more shows with Pantera. I love those guys. And, um, you know, again, it's a reunion of Phil and Rex. And it's also, you know, it's paying respect to Diamond Mitty, Benny, um, Dude, they're doing a great job, dude. I, I'll say it over and over again, dude. Like, you know, Zach Wilde's killing it, man. Charlie is bringing it. It's, the show is amazing, dude. So just, you know, go see the show. It's, it's pan, you close your eyes, it's Pantera, man. It, the lights, the, the, the sound, like, feels better than ever, dude. It's just, they're it, it, killing it, dude. You, just go see it. If you get a chance, you don't want to miss it, man. It was awesome. And uh, it was awesome for us to play with them, too, man. It was, it was a killer show we did in Florida on uh, May 6th. I believe that's what it was. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cause I think I'm getting a chance to see him. Cause I'm going out to Blue Ridge Rock Fest. I think they're headlining the last day. And I know I'm going to see him at Louder Than Life as well in Kentucky. So it's like, I'm going to get a chance to see that live. And it's great to hear that, you know, especially once that it got announced. And of course, you know, without Dimebag, without Vinny, it's how are they going to be able to do this? How are the people that are going to bring in correct? Is this going to be something that's going to properly pay homage and pay respects to them and to Pantera as a whole. And to hear that everything is going off on that perfectly without a hitch, 
and people are really embracing Pantera, embracing the shells and embracing the family that that band has created amongst those fans and having you guys see that as well with the show you play with them, man, that just puts a smile on my face. Yeah, dude, it was killer, man. They, they still bring the metal. It's one of the most metal bands ever. I mean, if you looked up the, dis- the definition of metal band, it said Pantera in the dictionary. So, I mean, they're, they, you know, they bring it, man. Nobody, I don't think anybody's more metal than Pantera. And everybody's singing along to every word. Dude. It was amazing. Like you said, you know, old school rockers and, and they're, you know, you got, you know, the young school rockers coming up that never had a chance to see that. You just see that smile on their face and they're just rocking out. Dude. It was, it was freaking amazing. Dude. It was probably one of the best shows. You know, people always ask, what's your favorite show, your best show you played? And I've had so many great ones. It's hard to pick them. But now I can say like, as of now, yeah, playing with Pantera is my favorite show ever. So, well, now I don't even have to ask that question for you because you just yeah. answered it yourself. That's the one, man. <laughs> That's the one. And I'm actually kind of looking forward to that too, because even from my perspective, it's when Pantera was big, it's of course, you know, I was, and I wasn't even born at that point when they really hit it big with walk, but all of a sudden now, you know, as they're continuing their career, I'm a little kid. I'm in, and my parents weren't into any of the pant into the heavier stuff. My dad was more of a seventies, eighties rocker. So, was, you know, electric light orchestra, rush Van Halen, ZZ top. That was kind of more his style. And so that's kind of where I listened to when I was a kid. So when Pantera ended, you know, I really wasn't anywhere around there. And that getting into music, getting into the heavier side of things, Pantera necessarily wasn't the thing I was gravitating towards. However, knowing that they're back and being able to potentially see something like that and really get into it, I'm going to be even be, you know, one of those newer fans that comes in and just be like, Whoa. Dude, you don't want to miss it, man. It's insane, dude. It's awesome. We're going to be throwing down and having a blast and we're going to be make sure I'm remembering what you said about like how, how incredible that show is. How was your favorite show? And be like, I got to make sure that even if it isn't my favorite show of all time, I got to make sure that everyone else around there is having just as good of a time because how can you not have a, a good of a time with Pantera back? Come on. It, it's impossible. I've been playing for 25 years tour and I've been to so many shows besides us playing and that is the best show I've, I've seen. Hands down. You can just write that down. Check it uh, out the list. All right, let me write up on the board right, right now. Up for best show of your life, Pantera. <laughs> right? In fact, you know what? I'm going to do it. Pantera number Pantera. one. There, all right, that's a two. Ah, there, better. One. <laughs> didn't think I, was gonna, I didn't think I was going to do that today, but I'm glad I did. Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and, and, but, then, but now that also. You wait, said you're going to be there a whole weekend? Oh, I'm going to, for both of the, both Blue Ridge and Louder Than Life, I'm going to be there the whole weekend for all, for both those festivals in the pit the whole entire time. There's going to be no way you're going to drag me out of that thing. The only way you're going to drag me out of that thing is if I am physically unable to actually get up and leave at the end of the set. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen for you, but yeah. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I'm going to keep that streak going because if it doesn't happen, that means that by the time the end of the month comes in September and you guys are playing with Saliva and Natalie's way and I get to be in the pit for that, I got to make sure I'm still upright and able to go and do that. Got to save a little bit. Go 90%. Yeah. Don't go 100%. Oh, I'm all, <laughs> I don't know what it is to like to go 90% in a pit. It's 100% or bust. Yeah. You're right. It's 100%. What am I saying? Go 110%. Yeah, and especially all of a sudden, it's like when you guys go up on stage, you guys start playing bodies. It's like there's an extra kick that comes in there even past the 110 because everyone gets so into it where how can you pass up on that? It's something that's absolutely just, you know, energizing. Just, ah! Dude, whether there's like two people or 20 people or 20,000 people, whenever we start that song, man, and just, I'm not saying like me, me in the song. I'm just talking about just the song on its own as its own entity. Just that that build and you can feel that that tension. Uh, and then when we get into it, everybody just, rah! It's uh, it's one of the best feelings in the world, man. 
it's a feeling too that not many other people or even musicians are going to say they're able to have when a song comes on that they're playing and everyone that's in the crowd, whether they know you well or not, whether they're super into you or not, whether they're young or old, and everyone just gets into it at that exact moment and the show just goes completely in terms of the, from the crowd off the rails because the energy is just flowing. How many other bands can say they have a moment that they can create like that? Yeah, man, it's 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 freaking amazing, dude. And I just had another flashback about Pits, and I know this is on video somewhere because a buddy of mine caught it on stage, but we did um the San Antonio um festival was a couple of years ago. Uh I know Lincoln Park headlined it. I just don't remember when it was, maybe five or six years ago, but Going into bodies, we had uh, it was a huge spread out, like you know, you know, people, and there was a pit on one side and a pit on the other, and as we were building bodies, they started coming together like two tor- like tornadoes. And next thing you know, it was just the whole crowd came together when we kicked in. Like you couldn't plan for anything better. Um, that that's somewhere out there. I'll find that. I'll just search up that on YouTube as well because I'm pretty sure someone has put it out there either from what you guys maybe have posted from it and then repost on YouTube or just from fan video as well because that just sounds like, you know, everyone in it and just two large pits coming together for the perfect storm. Boom. You're just like, oh my God. And then we kick into the song. It's like, it's like you couldn't plan that, man. You couldn't plan it better. Yeah. So Good. fans are amazing. Dude, it's it's I love it. You know, and everybody's just having a good time, man. You're slamming around, having a good time with it. Like I'm out there. Like I still like I'm 50 years old. I still jump out of the pit. I, maybe it keeps me young, or I don't know. It's gonna make me old fast. But you know, I just love that energy, man. I love being at a rock show, and I love just getting it out. And I, you know, everybody, I know it's metal, and we're all tough, but you go home with a smile on your face. Maybe well, a black eye, but a blood, but a smile on your face nonetheless. Well, I mean, think about this. When you're saying is it making you older, keeping you young, you've been doing this for 20 plus years and you still have the energy and the want to go and jump out in the crowd from time to time. What other people at your age are potentially even thinking about doing that? Not doing it, but just fathoming and like contemplating the idea. It's almost slim to none and you're just going out and doing it because, man, this is fun. It's just fun, man. Damn, now I really hope at the show I get to go and see you guys that I hope you jump into the pit. If if not, though, totally understand. But if you do, the smile is going to be just radiant on my face when I see it. It's going to be like, yes! Wait till uh, Bobby and play Click Click Boom. I'll come jump off the stage. <laughs> click, CJ, boom. Click, click, boom. Oh, wait, there goes CJ. Um, Just, just make sure he doesn't die out there. We need him for the rest of the tour. Good. Oh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, that happened to me, uh, again, stories for days. We, when we toured with Slipknot back in 2001, 2002, and uh, I was going out there every night, and there was one when I just got totally trampled, man, and I, I came out limping, and, and I almost couldn't play the next I did play the next day, but I was beat up for about a week or two, and and like everybody was like, dude, what are you doing? You got to play a show. You can't be out there. So, I, you know, for the rest of that tour, I slacked off, but um, I definitely had a – some some awesome times in the pit for Slipknot, man. Those guys are sick too, man. One of my favorite bands. Well, I mean, even think about this throughout the span of your career. Early on, opening up for Slipknot, and then later on, opening up for Pantera too. It's just you're opening up for all these like metal, you know, legends. Put it that uh, way. I mean, there's that, that no better way to put it than just legends in the scene. So, and you're jumping to the pit, having a blast with the people, and you're creating these moments. This is the stuff of why when people talk about rock and metal, why they absolutely love it with the positivity that it comes from and why they love going to live shows and experiencing all this just 
no care in the world. All they're focused on is just the happiness that they're at, beating in the crowd, beating at the show, and having that positivity radiate from band to fans, and then giving it back in kind. It's stuff like that that just that, that that's the reason why. It's the those are the that's the, those are the stories that are the examples we give in those times. Yeah, man, it's a uh, man. It's a good time, and I'm a fan of music anyway. I, you know, it's awesome that we get to play shows, especially you know doing the festival shows with other bands. But I'm such a fan. I love to watch everybody play. I'm out there all the time watching all the bands every single night. So that's part of it too. That um that I get out of it. I get to play you know our own music, our own art, and do our show, but also get to hang out and watch all the other bands play. Man, I I watch everybody every night. Dude. I, you know, some people sit on the bus. That's their thing. Or you know, some people come on do their show and, and get off. But uh, I'm out. I'm out there hanging out all the time with everybody. You'll see and me that- out there. And that's another thing, too. I've had recent conversation with many other bands and many other band members around that where if you're out there and you're just watching the sets at the same time as well, whether it's at the festival, whether you're on tour. I had a conversation with LJ from Seven Dust about this, about, you know, when they go up on, you know, festivals, and they're playing middle of the day. It's like you should be playing later. He's like, nah, man, we're good because then we get to watch side stage with our like watch our friends get to play and show the support for them. And everyone, whatever you think of Seven Dust, think of the positivity that they bring to the music scene. And hearing what you're just saying, you know, every night, you know, you're out there still supporting the band, still having fun with the crowd. And you're making sure that you're watching these bands that are also on bill because not only they might be your friends, but, you know, maybe they're the new bands that are coming up as well. And getting that support could mean the world to them. Spreading that positivity, spreading that love. That's what it really means to be in the rock and metal scene. And you're embodying it. And it's, you know, that's one of the, probably another good reason why you guys have been around for so long, because people like having you guys around people enjoy the positivity you bring to them whether it's the fans in the crowd or whether it's the other bands that are going to be on tour with you guys it just radiates out like that and it promotes so much more to the point where rock and metal you come together we come together as a family yeah man that comes out in, on stage you see it that's awesome you said lj too man i love this guy seven dust we toured with them off and on for years man i love those dudes man I love lj it's so nuts too because we went out with them god it was 1999 before we even signed and we did like a little well, one week, two week run with with them as a local band. They took us on, man, and uh, I still have video of that with us with Dave. I should probably put that out. That'd be something cool to have on a twenty five anniversary thing. I have so much video back then. I just haven't done anything with it, but I have that whole run because I was just crazy with the camera. Because I'm like, oh my god, we're playing with Seven Dust. So I filmed every night. Um, good times, man. I love those dudes. I'm glad that they're still kicking it, man. They always bring a show, man. Their show is always amazing. Oh, absolutely. I, I've gotten to see him a couple of times. Every time you see Seven Dust, it's just like, all you know is that the show is going to be one hell of a show and you're going to feel bad for anybody that has to follow that up because it's like, how do you follow up Seven Dust? It's impossible. Seven Dust. And you know, they did this to us one time. Um, God, what radio? It was in a, was it the Columbus, Ohio show? But for whatever reason, the, the, they had the lineup like that. It was Seven Dust and then Drowning Pool. And I was like, I'm not doing this. But I think we had a song on the radio at the time um that was charting higher some stuff like that whatever it was and we're like no we don't want to go out of seven us and they, they that's how they booked it so seven us went on and we went on after it i'm like i don't want to ever do that again i don't want to go out of seven us nobody wants to go out of seven us man <laughs> you crazy they bring it it's as i thought about like there's very few bands i could imagine going on after seven us and being like yep you, you have the ability to go on after seven us. and it's not it's like carry on what they were able to create with the crowd and be able to carry on that energy i mean especially with you guys i know you guys are able to do it but still oh, again it's seven us it's 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 crazy yeah seven us brings so much man uh and they're just you know mad respect and love to those guys man they're, they're still kicking it man they they're constantly writing man they're constantly touring dude i, I give them hats off to them they're 
always working, dude. Like probably the hardest working band, one of the hardest working bands out there. Probably. I mean, they're coming out with, they have a new album coming out at the end of July as well. And it's just something like, I think it's like they're what, 14th maybe? And yeah, they have 30 years the- as a band. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, we're about halfway there. But we, you know, <laughs> we keep having, ro- you know, <laughs> like I said, the roller coaster ride, man. It's just been up and down. You know, we keep having these hard stops, but we're back on that ride again, man, with Ryan McCombs. So. Back on that ride with Ryan McCombs. And now with Ryan back in the band, are you guys working on any new music at the moment? Yeah, we have new stuff we've been working on. Um, he's gonna, like I said, he's gonna be back here tomorrow. Um, we have two weeks before that run, so all we're gonna be doing for the next two weeks is, is working on some music. And uh, we have some acoustic sets coming up at the end of the year, which is gonna be fun. I've always wanted to do a full set, so you know, Ryan and I we're gonna start putting that together as well. Um, which is gonna be exciting. We just haven't, you know, again done a full acoustic set, and with some of the stuff we have with Ryan, you know, there's a handful of songs that just fit perfect. Um. You know, when you drop it down with the acoustic a little bit. And you know, we're going to keep it jamming as well. Not every song is going to be like slow and, you know, whatever. It's going to be, it's going to be rocking, dude. So, yeah, we got so, we got a couple more songs in the works. We got three songs in the works right now. I'd like to get them done before we start the run with Saliva. But again, it's, you know, the first stuff out with Ryan and, and you know, not to be too much a perfectionist because they're coming together. We just, you know, want to pick the right one and, and uh, the right tunes to start putting out to the fans. Oh, I know more people are going to be excited, like, new Drowning Pool, Ryan's back. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to hear what they come up with. And it makes sense, too, especially, you know, now with Ryan Beckman, you guys are going to be getting together tomorrow. You guys are going to be able to start working on some of this stuff. One thing that kind of speaks to is, you know, this is your first time being able to work on music together in over a decade. So there's might be something where you're just like, you guys want to just get back together, just get used to just get through the creative process, get the creative juices flowing to the point where, after two weeks, you might have a bunch of great ideas that you're working on, but you might not have a completed product. And honestly, that's okay. The the engine's running. You know, you guys are in the creative uh, process. Throwing, it's rolling. Throwing up new songs left and right, dude. It's just like, it's like it just can't stop, man. It's 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 a lot of stuff happening. But, you know, three of them are getting pretty close to finish. But, yeah, it's the second he walked in because he's been, you know, in town for the last run of shows. And we just started just writing stuff, just, just flowing. So I'm looking forward to this next few weeks coming up um, since we have time to do that right here in the studio right right here is the mic literally literally right there right where cj is right now all of a sudden that's going to be where him ryan and the rest of the band are going to be just cranking out music and just working their asses off and having a great time once again ready to go and making sure that no guitars break in the in the process of doing this maybe just a couple of body parts but no guitars no guitars man I am actually curious to see what's going to happen with you guys putting together an acoustic set because this is one thing that gets me curious about it. Of course, there's going to be some songs that when it comes to doing them acoustically, just rearrange them in a certain way just to have them hit in the same emotional like impact for the same meaning, but in a different way, just with a different sound. It's going to give fans a much different feeling for those songs and be able to have them connect with them in completely different ways and ways they never even thought or imagined that could possibly happen. But of course... We do know with Drowning Pool, we do know you guys are able to create some crazy pits. So what I'm curious to see is if you guys are going to be able to create some crazy mosh pits with an acoustic set. I have seen it happen oh, before. I want to see you guys pull it off. Yeah, we've done it, um, not full sets, but we had a 30-minute set when a show in Florida a while back too. Um, and it just, it was, a you know, we had 30 minutes, but nothing was working. Everything was busted. So we, we had to do acoustic, but we just did it jamming. So we just did it like full set jamming but i played the acoustic guitar just jumped around on stage like it was electric and uh, there was a pick on there were chairs and everything that were kind of up to the front of the stage i don't know why they ever put chairs in front of a stage anyway for a rock show and those chairs just went flying and everybody had a pick going so not you know again we're not going to take every song and slow it down 
um we might take some songs and, and and do a little bit of rearranging on them for fun but like bodies and stuff man i'm just we're gonna go full steam ahead we're just gonna rock it out like we do See, now I'm going to have to take a look at when you guys are playing those acoustic shows and wherever they are, as long as I can get to them, because I would love to absolutely go crazy in a mosh pit to bodies in an acoustic setting. That just sounds like a crazy time. And what a way to, especially because you do at the end of the year, what a way to cap off the year then. Well, what did you do at the end of the year? Mosh to bodies by Drowning Pool. Acoustic style. Acoustic. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of fun versions of it anyway, because I do, you know, I'll sit around the house and I'll, I'll play it. I probably have like 10 different ones. I have a mandolin version I did. I have a you know like a three-fourth time inversion i have a slow version that's kind of like i just just for fun I, maybe someday i'll put that out maybe i won't but it's just fun to sit around the house and just mess with your own songs anyway just mess them up like we're gonna get a whole album from drowning pool just gonna be bodies in different it, versions like 13 different versions body. of bodies <laughs> i guess i could do that that'd be fun man because the mandolin one is on my it's on my phone i just again i just i'm just playing around with the mandolin uh i did this show uh ship rock show and playing on with the stowaways and, and they asked me to play coming to california going to california from led zeppelin and uh they asked me to do the mandolin part so that's that's the reason why i had it out but i was also man i could play bodies on this and i did it was pretty fun <laughs> sounds pretty fun when you did that when you did that on ship rock was that this year in 2023 or was that a previous year you did that uh previous years uh i didn't do this last year the last few like maybe the last five or six years but this past year i didn't go but um you know drowning pool played the year before and then in between all that stuff, you know, they had the stowaways and you go on and just play with, with different um, other artists, dude. It, that was a lot of fun, man. Stowaways was a lot of fun. What, what, is that going to be something you're potentially going to do, you know, in the future, maybe come up in the next couple of years once again? Yeah, definitely. I think it's shifting to like another um, platform or another, uh, I think another cruise line, if you will. And the person running, it's kind of revamping it um, on a different thing. So supposedly next year, he's letting me know how that's going to happen. But the great thing is, well, you know, you had a bunch of, you know, bands playing and you take you know a singer from this band or start playing from that band you just on the fly we just pick like three cover songs and jump on stage dude i actually got to play angel sun with seven dust um on it you know it was man you should have seen a smile on my face and i was playing a little bit fast because i was excited and you see lj's like hey man slow down I'm like i'm sorry i'm just excited lj and i slowed it down a little bit <laughs> in front of all these people whatever but uh yeah it's things like that happen on it y'all got to play with uh head from corn um we did roots bloody roots um, and that was so cool to be on stage and just looking over and there's his head and there's me playing guitar. I'm like, this, I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> I just, just the head, you know, down, jumped the band. It was awesome. Sick. Cause even though like you guys do, you do it again, who knows who you're going to be playing with next. It could be someone that you absolutely have, you know, looked up to admire. You might be playing, you know, alongside Phil Anselmo. It, it could very well yeah. happen. You never know. I mean, you did it with LJ from seven dust, or you could be playing with someone where, you know, maybe they haven't been around for all, but they're a new band that you absolutely love. And it's like, man, I'd love to get a chance to actually play with them. And boom, they're on the same cruise as you. Yeah. You get to be able to do something like that. That is a moment that not only from the fans, it's cool to see, you know, all these different band members coming together, having a blast, playing songs on stage together in combinations you never thought that would happen. But then you guys get to play with bands that you absolutely love, bands you're friends with that you never would expect that combination to happen and getting to know new bands as well and bringing them on as well and just creating that cycle of positivity in the rock and metal scene continuing on going forward and forward, keeping the wheels in motion. Yeah, that's what the Soul Race is all about, man. That was uh, that was a fun time, man. And a lot of great bands, uh, and different guys from different bands I got to play with, for sure. I'm hoping <laughs> those things happen again. It better happen again. I've had my friends talk to me about like, you got to come to Shiprock. You got to come to Shiprock. And it's just every time I hear it, it's like, I'm getting a little, little bit more nudge towards, you know, I think I'm going to have to do this just because, come on, that just sounds like too cool of a thing. Who, where else are you going to see something like that happen? 
Yeah, you don't see that anywhere else, man. It's it's a you know, it's a, all your favorite musicians doing covers and just different people from different bands. It's always a mix and you never know who's going to do what. And there's been a few times on there as well where like, you know, a couple minutes before the show, this happened with five minutes alone. And, you know, it's something I wish I had, you know, known about sooner. But the last time I was on it, whoever the other guitar player was, was going to play it, couldn't do it. And they're like, hey, man, so-and-so's not showing up. Can you go play five minutes alone, you know, 15 minutes on stage with all these other dudes? Um, I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> let me get that. Let me Try to figure out, you know, I haven't played it since we came out in high school, right? So, um, you know, I got it figured out and did it justice, you know. But it was on the fly. It was really like, you got to play this in 15 minutes. Oh, okay, let's go. And, and that's sort of a capacity where you have 15 minutes of relearning the song. It's like, as long as you do it justice, that's what matters. Because what people are going to remember is just the time they had listening to it. And, of course, because, you know, playing live, there might be somewhere, you know, you slip up even like, if you only have to learn in 15 minutes, you might slip up every, like, here and there, just like once or twice. But the fans are going to remember just how cool it was to see that moment happen, how awesome it was to let everything flow with the energy. And when they remember it back, they're just going to remember the positivity that came from it. They're not going to remember if you messed up a note or two. Oh, yeah. You just act like it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you'll know, but like, nope. of course, the fans probably won't. Unless there's like one super duper guitar nerd and there's like, in this measure, in this verse, you miss this note. Well, sometimes it's like, hey, I'm just trying something new. I don't, that didn't work, but I, you know, sometimes you just got to try something new. Or you just look at the drummer like, what'd you do, man? You just look at him like, it's his fault. We do that a lot with Mikey. What'd you do, man? <laughs> it's like, Mikey, what the hell, man? It's like, what, what, what did I do? Like, guitar notes, man. <laughs> You're hitting the wrong guitar notes. It's like, but I'm bashing on these drums. What do you expect me to do? I expect you to hit the right guitar notes, Mikey. Come on. <laughs> oh, dear God. That's just going to be funny. Well, I know you and the guys are going to see Disturbed right after this. So I want to make sure you guys get there because Disturbed was my favorite band when I was in middle school. So I know what it's like. I want to make sure you guys get there. So as we bring this episode to conclusion, CJ, one thing I'd like to do is give my guests, which is you in this instance, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So uh, CJ, floor is yours. Yeah, man. Well, come on out and see us. We're on tour at Saliva. And um, the dates in September and October start September 8th or 9th through October, I think, 27th. You can check the dates on all the website and stuff. So it's us, um, Saliva. It's Adelaide's Way in any given sin. We, uh, we got Ryan McCombs back in the band, so you don't want to miss this out, man. This is our first big run with Ryan, and um, we're going to be playing all your favorite songs. And if we're not playing your song towards the end of the set, just call it out. We'll play it for you anyway, man. And I'll be hanging out. You can find me at the bar. Let's have a shot and have a drink. The Diamond Dave and Vinny, come see you at the show. Oh, how you ended that is going to be the perfect way for me to segue into this. So bring this podcast conclusion. I was like to end with three specific things. First things first. Now with Ryan McCombs back, the band's working on new music. When it comes out, you're going to want to know when Johnny Poole drops new music. You're going to want to go see him on this run with Saliva, Alley's Way, and Any Given Sin. And follow along with him on social media. Why not? Because if all of a sudden CJ's going to start posting some of these crazy mosh pit videos, jumping from pit on stage to pit on the ground... I mean, where would you want? Why would you want to miss out on that? So the best way to do that is go to the description of the podcast here. It says "Find Johnny Pool Online." There's be links and labels for everything, so you don't have to miss out on it. I got you covered. I'm doing all the hard work. Convenience is key. I got you. Second thing. Now, when it comes to having guests in the podcast, I tend to make a certain promise as a way to say thank you for being on the podcast, and as a way to say I wish continue to support the band in the future. And I did this literally with Bobby the day before we recorded this from Saliva, and it's happening with you. And because you said after the show you're going to be at the bar, let's have a shot, let's have a beer, I love where your head is at because when I get to see you perform live, and I know the date, Juliet, Illinois, The Forge, September 28th, 
I am going to come to the show and I am going to look for you. I'm going to find you at the bar and we're going to have that drink together. But miss me. But <laughs> but first round's on me. Oh, thanks, man. All right. I got, I got I got you covered. I got Bobby covered. I'm literally recording with Adelie's way tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure the same thing's gonna happen. I'm probably gonna end up buying drinks for all you guys by the end of the night. All right, bring some extra cash, man. Oh, oh, trust me, I will. So, number three, as we bring this to its official conclusion, I cannot end this podcast by saying goodbye for a number of reasons. One is because, man, I made you a promise. I gotta make good on that promise. Secondly, I would love to have you back in the podcast again in the future. This was fantastic. I love to make it happen again. Thank you, CJ. So this is not goodbye. This is, I'll see you later. See you later, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Well, folks, this is my interview with CJ from the band Drowning Pool. And now it's time for Kevin's final thought. I mean, I was just hearing all the great stories that CJ was telling, and I can't get enough of them. From playing all those USO shows for almost 20 years at this point, you know, the crazy mosh pit stories, him being in mosh pits in Iraq, going from like, you know, literally, Having a pet on stage, jumping in there, and then jumping down to the middle of the floor where another pit is. You know, creating those moments, being able to create those positive moments, and just all this like touring, like, you know, going on the road with Seven Dust, playing with Seven Dust, the thing with the stowaways, you know, playing with Pantera, opening for Pantera, opening for Slipknot. Just think about the positivity that metal brings, especially why a lot of us love it. It's because it brings all that. It because it brings out the best in us and because it brings out the happiness in us. And I mean, this exemplifies that every step of the way. I absolutely want to go and see this live and I can't wait to do that when they're on the road with Saliva Natalie's Way and Any Given Sin in September and October of 2023. Ryan McCombs is back and you can tell the positive is just radiating now that he is back with the band and they're playing once again, they're writing new stuff. And it, it, I don't know what else to say. I mean, when a song like Bodies comes out and it transcends generations to the point where kids are getting into it and they think they're you know seeing new music and it's like, nah, this ain't new music. This has been out for you know over 20 years. And people that have loved this song for 20 years are still getting down to it. And the band is being able to connect with so many different people in so many different ways through a song like this. That is just spreading positivity throughout the world. And that is something we need more of. And Drowning Pool is still doing that to this day. So I want to thank CJ for coming on the podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. When it comes to finding Drowning Pool online to see if they're going to post any of those crazy mosh pit videos that CJ had brought up. Or when it comes to making sure you're in the know when they're dropping new music. And... Get tickets to see them perform with Saliva and Adelaide's Way and Nick Vincent in September and October 2023. Go script for the podcast where it says Find Drowning Pool Online. Links labels for everything are going to be down there for you to check out. It's all there for you. Yeah, I got you guys covered on that one. So make sure you go and do that. Also, make sure you hit subscribe to the Corporation Podcast because we do interviews every single Tuesday and Thursday with some of the best bands in the scene, some of the best up and coming bands in the scene as well. I mean, we've already done with, you know, Drowning Pool, Saliva, From Ashes to New. Caskets, Seven Dust. We might still have Adelita's Way coming soon. <gasps> oh, did I say that? Yes, I did. So you're going to want to hit the subscribe button if you're on Spotify, Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever it is. If you're on YouTube, the button is right down here. We also do clips throughout the week for our YouTube channel and Friday reaction songs as well for your viewing pleasure. Make sure you follow us on social media. Link to the podcast. Facebook and Instagram are our primary ones, so go check us out on there. Go support us. Thank you very much. Also, I want to thank Phoenix Fitness, 20% off using the code CPP20 at FNXX.com. Link description of the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Thank you, CJ. Uh, uh, September 28th, almost said August. September 28th, The Forge, Joliet, Illinois. I'm going to be there. First round's on me, my man. On that note, that's
Oscar the Guessing Rush, listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. So it's a big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah!